It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Well, thank you so much for shifting with us to our new start time of 7 a.m. Uh, 7 a.m. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 7 p.m. And we are going to get started. God is so very good. He is so very good. Excuse me. I've drank soda, so I'm going to be dealing with that just a little bit. Let's pray. Father, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. We bow our heads. We close our eyes. Some of us lift up our hands. Some of us get down on our knees, God, because you are worthy of honor, glory, and praise. We say hallelujah to your name, and we bless your name. Father, we pray that you will move by your spirit in the midst of our Bible study. Cause us, O oh God, to get closer to you. Cause your word to become alive in us and because um, cause us again to be stronger in the power of your might. Help us, O oh God, to not only put on the armor, but keep on the armor of God. Now, God, we pray that you will touch each and every person that is affiliated with Mount Enon Missionary Baptist Church and those churches that are on the line, that again, ministry might go forward, that souls might be saved, the yokes might be broken and destroyed, and their lives might truly be changed, that their actions will cause them to be transformed. Their actions will cause them to be transformed and that they will begin to rejoice in every situation knowing that God is on their side. God, we bless you and we honor you tonight. Have your way in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, thank you for uh, being on the call. We are back in the book. Uh, what is the name of this book? Um, it is called Becoming a Prayer Warrior, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Ells. And um, it's funny that we would, we would be talking about listening to God and hearing from God and doing uh, spiritual warfare and things of that nature. And one of the things that, again, uh, I believe every believer has to deal with is your own will getting in the way. And when it comes to me, if there's anything that would get in my way when it comes to um, – um, coming up with a lesson plan, it would be my own personal love and desire to see people strong in prayer and strong in spiritual warfare. So I can see if I got to heaven and God said, you know what, you study prayer three times when I didn't tell you, or you study spiritual warfare four times and I didn't, I didn't give that to you. That was your idea. And I would not be amazed if, if God said that to me because, again, deep down inside, I'm believing that this is so very important. I'm not going to say the most important, but it is up there uh, at the top of the list when it comes to praying and doing warfare. Sometimes you're just praying. But other times you're doing warfare. When, when, and, and I believe that's why God, again, revealed unto me. He saw my heart when it came to doing warfare. 
and he gave me a, oh, my God, he gave me the secret weapon. When he introduced me to praying in the spirit and praying according to the will of God, I'm telling you, it took me to a whole nother area of understanding. It took me of a, to a whole nother area of appreciation of this thing called spiritual warfare. And I know folks that probably have been Christians all their life and never got into true praying in the spirit and never went to the level of warfare that, that they could have went to if they would have listened to God, if they would have opened up their ears. Now watch this. And if they would have had a desire, help me, Holy Ghost. Yep. Thank you, God. Now let me tell you what happened. <laughs> let me tell you what happened. You talk about a distraction. <laughs> help me, God. Um, I'm sitting here at the desk, and, and I'm talking, and I, and I got the phone on, on the um, the stand so I don't have to hold it, and I look over to the side, and I keep my bills in between the books. And when I looked over there at that bill, I said, that bill was, was in the first nine days. I didn't know exactly what date it was, the first nine days of the month. And here I am in Bible study. I'm just talking to you about distractions. I'm just talking to you about how if you don't stay, listen, if you don't really get focused, you will be distracted. Now, this just took me for a second, and if I wasn't using it for an example, you would have never known it happened. But I pulled that bill out. It says February the 5th. Now, today is February the 6th. Now, you know as soon as I get off this phone, I'm going to be paying that online. However, that's the way the enemy works when it comes to you trying to do something spiritual Again, now for me, it's just a bill, boom, boom, it was done within seconds, but for some others, it is a struggle for them to gain, watch this, to gain control of their mind and discipline themselves that they might, again, do effect, watch, effective spiritual warfare. It's one thing, watch this, it's one thing to be on the field, like say you're playing football. It's a, one thing to be on the court playing basketball. It's another thing to be on the ice. You know, you're, you're playing hockey. It's, it's one thing to be out there, but it's another thing to be effective. You've got some guys that, that are just not effective. You've got one guy, he's making 32 points a game. He's the star of the team. You've got another guy, he doesn't make 32 points in six games. He doesn't have 32 points. He plays good defense, real, real good defense. He gets the ball to the man that needs the ball that's going to score the points, but he's not really being effective when it comes to scoring points. And what my desire is is that you become more effective in fighting off demons and fighting the spiritual warfare thing where it comes to, again, sometimes it's not a demon. Sometimes it's just your mind, and your mind has not been trained, so it's wild. A, a young lady was in the car. She was talking about her sister, and she has horses. And then the neighbor where her sister lives, they have horses. Some of those horses are stallions. Now, everybody knows a stallion is a very high breed of a horse. However, if it's a wild stallion, listen, it's very strong. 
It's got that pedigree. Thank you, Holy Ghost. However, it can be very, very wild. Matter of fact, it's, she was telling me that some of, the, some of the other horses, it's hard for them to get something to eat when that stallion is there because he's bucking and, and, and fighting with them when it comes to when they put the food out. So it's not that you don't have the pedigree. It's not that you don't have this, this awesomeness in you. It's just that you're just wow. And when, I, when it comes to wow, I'm talking about your mind is all over the place. If your mind is all over the place, it's going to be hard for you to be effective in the spirit. Amen? Now watch this. Second Timothy, turn that real quick. Second Timothy, this is where we ended that last week. And, and then the Holy Ghost, thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, I'm his favorite. Stuff that I don't see and I need to see, he'll show it to me. If I need to go past it so I can come back to it, he'll listen. And, I'm, and I don't have a problem with it. Oh, my goodness, I missed that. I shouldn't have missed that. I wrote the note and I didn't. No, 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 no. If I missed it, I was supposed to miss it and I keep it moving. Why? Because I'm in God and I'm all right with that. Live, laugh, and love. Go on. If God wants you to do something, don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up. God's going to tell you. If God wants you to blow up, you'll blow up. If you don't blow up, be happy. Watch this, 2 Timothy, Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16, and the note says, read it in the Amplified. I know we read it on last week, but I'm telling you, you've got to get this deep down in your spirit. Every scripture is God-breathed. The Amplified says, given by his inspiration. Every scripture. God is brief. Listen, so you might as well say, because, see, some folks claim that they hear from God, and, and, and I don't know whether they're saying they hear from God, they hear an audible voice, they hear from God, they hear it in their mind, they hear, hear from God, they hear it in their deep thoughts, somewhere in their heart. They feel that that's coming from God. Listen, I don't have nothing. I'm not disputing whether you hear from God or not. One of the things I am going to tell you is that you need to know this is like hearing from, when you read the Bible, it's hearing from God. God breathed these words out. They say, well, it's been translated into all these different languages. It's been translated so many different times. How do you know this is still? I know that it's real because it's, been, it's effective in my life. My life has been changed because of this word. I know my mindset on many different subjects, thank you, Holy Ghost, many different subjects was totally different until I, as I got deeper and deeper into this relationship with God, let me tell you something, things that used to matter don't matter no more. Things that, watch this, things that troubled me don't trouble me anymore. Things that I thought I had, thought I needed, I don't have them and don't need it. Because God is real, and he's real in my life. And that's why I say he's spoiling me. He's taking care of me. And if you don't have that testimony, it's time for you to, to sit down and, and get into this word and find out from God, what am I doing that I don't have this close relationship with you, that you don't spoil me like you spoil Shepherdson? It's given by inspiration of him. It is profitable for instruction. God is trying to tell you which way to go. The lady was asked today, she's running for president, and she was asked today, um, do you think that, that it's wrong for men to be with men? And do you think that it's sin if man marries a man? 
and she kind of dodged the question. And, again, this is not my – listen, when you start getting into this, and, and maybe you and, – and I would have just told him, you may be touching on because I'm a Christian. And, and by faith, God says man shouldn't be man, and here's the scripture that backs it up. Now, whether I'm going to treat that person differently or not, um, I can tell you right now I'm not going to treat them any different. Why? Because I don't know if God has intended for that person to come into the ark of safety. I don't know whether their life will be changed by me loving on them and, and treating them the same. Now, the act is pointed out in the Bible. So don't bring it up to me as if you're going to put me on the spot about what God said. Listen, God is the one that gave this word. God breathed this word. And, and she could bring it up. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Here's your answer. But there is a, a calling out, there is a highlighting, there is a magnifying of the Christian beliefs, and then to try to set that up as if it's wrong. This is not our, listen, it is not our words. The Bible says it's God-breathed. This is God's word. God inspired this. And it is profitable for instructions. Now, now again, uh, I like the way Jesus used to do it. They asked, they asked him a question. He asked them a question. They say they can't answer that question. Then I can't answer your question. That's how Jesus did it. He said, well, what do you say? Do you say a sin? Okay, if you, say, if you don't say a sin, um, what are you basing that on? If you say a sin, what are you basing it on? You got to realize I don't have no authority to make rules and regulations. I don't make man's laws and I don't make God's law. But what I do is I try to live up to what God has said. Keep it moving. Thank you, Lord. It says here it is profitable for instruction for what? Reproof? What? Conviction of what? Sin? For correction of error? and discipline in obedience. See, that's why I say you got to sit down and study this word. you got to sit down and study, and you got to take plenty of Selah moments. Selah, you see it in the Psalms. They'll say a little portion, maybe one or two verses, then they'll say Selah. you got to sit, put some soft music on, and meditate. you got to sit, put some soft music on, and meditate. God, what you saying? That's why I'm telling you, get up early in the morning and spend some time with God and let him penetrate this word to you. And let me tell you something, when you start to realize, this God speaking to me. That's why many times I say, you know what, maybe, you know, tonight I could honestly, for, for let's just say half, half of the Bible study, I could stay right here in, in uh, 3, uh, 3.16 of Second Timothy. I could stay right here. Why? Because it's so full. When God says something, it, you know, they say it's like E.F. Hutton. When he speaks, people listen. When God speaks, listen, you can't just take it in bloom. Oh, okay, bam, 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 you done read over it and you gone. No, 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 you got to sit down. This is supposed to convict you. The word, if, the word, if you read the word and you're not convicted, I believe that there's a problem. Ain't nobody perfect. And if you're not perfect, you ought to be getting convicted. And if you're getting convicted, then guess what? You ought to be repenting. Help me, Holy Ghost. And if you're repenting, then you ought to see some change. That's why I said, Holy Ghost gave me this. I'm sitting in Pastor Grayton's office getting ready to go into the pulpit and preach, and the Holy Ghost said, Acts. Because I said, the, the, the Lord inspired me. He said, you better act like you know. When you read the words, you better act like you know. You're reading the word, and you don't act like you know. And then the Holy Ghost gave me ACT, actions causing transformation. 
what you do should tell somebody else that, guess what? I believe in God. You going to church sitting on a pew and looking like you did for entertainment. If, if, if the person is crying and, 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 and singing and they're and they a little bit off tune and their voice cracking, then you ain't getting nothing out of it because they got to sing on key. They got to sing every word properly. Listen, that's not, listen, that's not God always. Sometimes the person is going to mess up. Sometimes they're not going to be on key, but their heart is right, and that's why God said he's not looking at the outward appearance. He's looking at the heart. If their heart's right, listen, I'm getting with them. I can, they cried their way all the way through the song. That's all right. Help me, Holy Ghost. Watch what it says. Training in righteousness, in, watch this, holy living, in conformity to God's will, in, watch this, thought. You got to control this mind. Purpose and action. Actions causing transformation. All right? So that's the amplified version of uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16. Now, when it comes to him being a wonderful counselor, when they say counselor, and let me just go ahead and put some green on that. I didn't have it highlighted. Counselor, it says here, that's one who is called alongside to help, and you got help. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That's why I'm thinking of Holy Ghost all the time. I don't care what it is. It could be him reminding me right before my turn comes up, and I'm not talking about when, when my turn comes up and then I got to make a drastic uh, jerk. No, no, no. Enough for me to look, glance, boom, check my blind spot, bam, get on over, and, and nobody ever knows the difference. That I was off in la-la land somewhere. And, and bam, I didn't got over. If, if something, I'm thinking of something, and I'm trying to come up with an example, bam, the Holy Ghost gives to me. I give him the credit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is your helper. I don't care what it is. It could be you, you, you cooking in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, the Holy, listen, I, I cooked a turkey for uh, um, Thanksgiving. Matter of fact, I had cooked one prior to it, maybe about a month or two months before it. And, and I got a recipe. I altered the recipe the way the Holy Ghost said it to me. I, I'm, I'm going to give it to the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to give it to the Holy Ghost because I ain't no turkey cooker. I'm, I altered it. Man, the thing came out great. Did the same thing for Thanksgiving for the family. Man, the thing came out great. And I'm going, man, do you know the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is a chef? Watch this. The Holy Ghost is a mechanic. The Holy Ghost is a carpenter. The Holy Ghost is a manager. The Holy Ghost, thank you, thank you, Lord. The Holy Ghost is a pastor. If you need it, watch, if you need it, the Holy Ghost is there for you. This is what it says. When it says he's a counselor, it says here, one called alongside to help. It also means he's a comforter, a strengthener. I'm right here on page 79 in the book. If, if you're just joining us, let me take a peek at the, at the board. If you're just joining us, I'm, I'm right there in the book on page 79. It says he's a helper. He's an, watch this, an advisor, an advocate, intercessor. And, and ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with you asking people to pray for you. But I want you to have the confidence that the Holy Ghost 
It says Jesus is sitting on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, making intercessors by the power of the Holy Spirit. Watch this. The Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they are praying for you. They're on your side. It's God's will that you prosper and be in good health. So, so when things are going this way, what is this way? Anyway. Because I'm his. Now, the confidence is, listen, I know how I'm living. I know what my goals and my aims are. I'm not trying to pull the wool over God's eye and, and talk one way in church and do something else or live another way outside of the church. When you know you're living right, when you know you're walking right, when you know the word of God, then guess what? You can have the confidence of who's on your side. You got the confidence of who's on your side. I love this. Watch this. Um, it says you need not be afraid to trust the voice of the Holy Spirit. He never, watch this, he never moves outside the character of the Lord. If you don't have a book, you might want to write these down. That's number one. He never, the Holy Ghost never moves outside the character of the Lord. Number two, he's always in harmony with the word of God. And I always abbreviate stuff, in harmony with God or the word of God. Never moves outside the character of God. In harmony, watch this, with the word of God. If, if something is being said for you to do and it's outside the word of God, you know you ain't never seen nothing like that in the word of God. You ain't never, watch this, when you see how God operates, that's not even in his character for you to do that. He is your friend who is also called beside you. Here's something else the Holy Ghost. He comes beside you. He talks to you. That's where you start getting the angel on the left side, angel on the right side. They're they talking to you. He comes beside you. And then, like I said, they talk to you. Number four. Number three, he walks beside you. Number four, he communicates with you. He's not a silent person. Now watch this. He's not a silent uh, helper. Look at John fourteen twenty six, and I'm gonna look at it in the Knowing Jesus website. John fourteen twenty six. John fourteen twenty six. Let me go to one of my favorite translations. That's the Amplified. It says, "Help me, God." But the Comforter the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener. Stand by. He's the standby. He's right there. You got to learn. Listen, I whisper to him all the time. I don't know if, if, if my sweetheart, if she feels the Holy Ghost be in the bed with us. I'm sitting there whispering. The Holy Ghost is right there. Say, who in your bed? We need a king-size bed because the Holy Ghost be taking up all that room. <laughs> We need a king size bed. We got the queen size. We need the king because the Holy Ghost had me on the edge of the bed. That's how you got, you got to understand. That's the Holy Ghost. I'm sitting in the bed. Sometimes I'll lay in the bed. If I wake up and can't go back to sleep, I'm sitting there whispering. I don't want to wake her up. I'm whispering to the Holy Ghost. I'm whispering in the spirit. You got to understand when you really get it that the Holy Ghost. Now, now hold on a second. Just in case we got somebody that don't know me, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not on the edge of the bed thinking that the Holy Ghost is taking up all that room. That's, that's just an example. 
But that's how you got you to gotta understand he is there and that he is active in your life and that you have the confidence. Well, do you still get aches and pains? Yes, I do. Do you still have things surprise you that you didn't expect? Yes, I do. Because I know God uses circumstances and situations, trials and tribulations, ups and downs, ins and outs as training tools. As a weightlifter, do you really? Watch this. Tonight is the night that you go from, uh, from lifting 50 pounds to 60 pounds or 50 to 55, whatever your, your, your jump is going to be, whatever your increase is going to be. So now, and watch this, in order to get stronger, you got to start putting on more weights. If you're ever going to get to 150, you started off small, you was at the 30s, you went to 40, you went to 50, now it's time to put the 60 on. you got to put more. Listen, God is strengthening you. And when he strengthens you, you need to stop rolling your leg, rolling your neck, uh, smacking your lips, and asking God a bunch of questions. When you understand God is taking me, watch this, from glory to glory, he's strengthening me in him. He's building my confidence that I might know him. So when things come up against, watch this, when things come up against me, that I can, that I can, watch this, grandstand him in the face of the enemy. That I don't have to be an embarrassment to God. That, watch this, that in everything, that in everything that I went through, I never accused God falsely. Help me, God. That you never accuse him falsely for doing something in your life, help me, God, and said, oh, why, I wonder why God doing this, this, whatever came out of your mouth, that I never accuse him falsely, that I man up and I walk through this thing the way I'm supposed to. Help me, Lord. I, well, as you can see, that, that verse right there um, is, is really, really powerful. Watch this. We're going to go into... Uh, he's a counselor, he's a helper, he's an intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will what? Send in my name, in my place. The Amplified, if you're right there with me, you're going to see it. In my place to represent me and act on my behalf. Now, that's so very powerful. If, if Jesus was in Jerusalem, I was in Galilee, and, and I'm waiting for Jesus to go from uh, Jerusalem to Galilee. I'm waiting for him to get here. And he said, nah, no, I got to leave because when I leave, the Holy Ghost going to come. And when the Holy Ghost comes, watch this, he's dwelling in us. That's why when we go to church, I don't care how many times you've heard it. I, 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 I timed it the other night when uh, President Trump did the State of the Union address. And from the time he walked in from the back of the door to the time he got into the uh, up at the podium, and then stood there for a little while and and grandstand and 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 all his grandeur and and received all those applause. That was three minutes of standing ovation. 
They do it every year, no matter who the president is, no matter what kind of lifestyle they live. And you trying to tell me that I can't give my, no, you better get out of my face. I'm going to give my God the praise, the glory, and the honor. And let me tell you something, because the whole, he loved me so much that he let his precious Holy Spirit live inside of me. He does it on me. He's the representative of God in, from Christ into the Holy Spirit, into me. you got to get it. He will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall. That's why, that's why I'm telling you, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He will cause you to recall, and it's a whole lot of stuff that he'll cause you to recall, but the main thing is it's the word of God. That's why, listen, take the word in, embed it in your heart, and, and when you start to lose it, let me tell you something. The Holy Ghost is right there. He's a standby. He'll come beside you, and he'll bring it to your remembrance. We'll remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Keep it moving. All right? What was that? That was... Let me go back up to the top. That's John chapter 14, 26. If you don't have it highlighted, I'm telling you, that might be one that you want to highlight. All right? John 14, 26. Now, it has some other scriptures there, but I'm going to keep it moving. God wants to instruct you and give answers to your questions. D-Y-B-I. Do you believe it? Now, now this is Elizabeth Ells. This is what she said. God wants to instruct you and give answers to your questions. Psalm 21 and 2. Psalm 21 and verse 2. I don't have it highlighted, but it just kind of jumped off the page at me, so I'm just going to run to it and read it real quick. It says, you have given him his heart's desire. And this is one of the main, see, the Holy Ghost is good to me. This is one of the things I'm saying, that if God knows the, your heart's desire and you know the scripture, then there's certain things I don't pray for. I'm steadily praying for the world. I'm praying for unbelievers. I'm praying that God may move on the behalf of those, watch this, who are still walking with, with the, the, the name of believer, trying to walk under the umbrella of this name of being a believer, but still walking in disobedience. Still not studying the word, still not lifting up their hands, still not praising God, still not, watch this, studying regularly the word of God. When you study the word of God and you know that the Bible says you have given him his heart's desire and have not kept back the request of his lips. So when you know God wants to give you the, the desires of your heart, then guess what? There's certain things I don't have to pray for. When I know the, the watch this, the promises that he's, that he's given me. My, my family is blessed. My children are blessed. My mama is blessed. My dad is blessed. My business is blessed. But you got to watch this, not vacillating back and forth. Sometimes you believe your family blessed, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you believe that they curse. Sometimes you think it's a generational thing and it's, it's haunting you and it's following you. No, 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 I can't be a believer. I must have done something wrong to get out of good graces with God in order for him to allow the enemy to run ransack all over my family. 
No, no, no. He's doing something in my family. He's allowing something to happen in my family, and I trust him more than I trust me. Because if I trust me, I might as well not. Listen, if I thought I had all that kind of power, read the scriptures. Know the scriptures. Psalm 21 and 2. You might want to, oh, where's my orange at? I'll do that one in orange. 21 and 2. See, that was on the spot, and it just hit me. Know the scripture and then claim the promises. Keep the promise in your heart. Psalm 21 and 2. Watch this. You cannot depend on others, other persons, to hear him for you. So what do you think God is saying? Some people you know, when they come to you, they're trying to hear from God. Some people, again, whatever a person says, they take it as the gospel. You got to have your own personal relationship with God. I don't know if you've read it before, but there's been times where God will put a lying prophecy in the prophet's mouth. It's supposed to have been a man of God or a woman of God. He puts a lying prophecy in their mouth. So again, hold on a second. Let me go to, let me go to Google. Like I really got time to do this. Here we go. Lying. Prophecy. In the Bible. Okay. Jeremiah, they don't want to use that one. Then the prophet replied, I too am a Bible. Okay, First Kings chapter 13, verse 18. Jeremiah 23, 9 to 40. And I think that's the story right there. Jeremiah 23, 9 to 40. Just in your, in your leisure, read it. That's why you got to be careful. You got to have your own, your own relationship, all right? Let me keep it moving because, matter of fact, right here, when, when it comes to me, I don't care who it is. I'm telling you, I got such a close relationship with God. If it's a word for me, it's either got to be one or two ways. I've already heard from God, and he confirms it. It's a confirmation from this person because I already heard this. Or after they give it to me, God's got to come back to me and convict me in my heart that that's the word for me. I'm, it's just me personally. I got that kind. Excuse me. I got that kind of relationship with Him. No, 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 no. My God loves me too much. We are too tight like that for me to hear a word from you. And and I'm like, okay, if I got to hear from you, what's wrong with God's mouth? When it comes, I'm saying me. Why? Because I'm tight like that with God. You want to build a relationship with God. So when something comes to you, you have, listen, it is a confirmation of what God has already told you. Now, can I clarify? Sometimes you will not hear. It's, should I start this business or not? God may come to you and he may say that you're going to hear a word today. You don't know what it is, so you don't know whether you should start this business or not. But God, deep down inside, you heard God, and he said that you're going to get a word today. 
You sensed it. Did you hear audible voice? No, but you sensed it, that I'm going to hear a word today. Sometimes you'll know who it's going to be. But you've got to gain this relationship. Keep it moving. Watch this. Hearing the Lord's voice becomes an everyday occurrence as you willingly spend time with him and study his word. Here we go. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I'm going to try my best. Just keep it moving. Meditating. Meditating. Taking time to think about what you just read. Taking time to think of meditation. That's all it is. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Thinking and thinking. Meditating. Embedding. Making an impression in your mind down to the subconscious level about what you heard, about what you read, about what you sensed, meditating and memorizing the scripture. So when the, the issue, the concern, the situation comes up, guess what? The word will come up. Joshua chapter 1, verse number 8. Help me, Lord. Go back. It's just one verse? Yes. Okay, so let's go Joshua. Chapter what? 1, verse number 8. Joshua 1, 8. Here we go. And I think, is it the understandable? Okay. Let's do it in, I thought I had the understandable. Okay, I don't see it. Amplify. It says, the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. Help me, Holy Ghost. For then you shall make your way, what? Prosperous. And then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Wow. Wow. There's promises. There's so many promises right here. There's so much instruction right here. And again, here it is. You'd rather hear from a person. Here it is. Instead of knowing that God brought you out, instead of knowing God gave you direction, instead of knowing God is your deliverer, he is your savior, here it is. You want to do like the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt, let's make another God, and what it becomes is men and women in your life that you make them your God instead of God your God. And then the way that you make God your God is that you get in this word, you reverence this word, and then you meditate on this word, and you'll find out that the Holy Spirit is real, and the Holy Spirit will bring back to your remembrance what you have put in. Many times, and, and particularly when you put it in in a very superficial way, when you read it like you're reading a magazine, and you don't reverence God in it, then guess what? The Holy Spirit is not going to bring back to your remembrance something that you have not put in. When, good God Almighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When you put it in, you're not putting it in in a very superficial way, but you give reverence to God, and you understand that this is his word, and that God spoke this to you. Uh, ma'am, what did you say? No, ma'am, I, I don't remember. 
your mama told you to do something, and here it is, when she gets back, you didn't get it done. Why? Because you didn't, you didn't reference her. You didn't put the importance on it. You just was like, mom, 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 You've got to understand, no, 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 yes, ma'am. No, no, no. What's the three things I got to do? And, and even repeat them back to her and then make sure that you get them. Matter of fact, if you have to, write them down. Here it is, you writing scriptures over and over and over again, like a child in, in back in the day in the school up on a chalkboard, and they say, write this 50 times, write this 75, 100 times. Why? Because I'm trying to embed this in your mind. Johnny will not chew gum in class. Johnny will not chew gum in class. I will not chew gum in class. To embed it in your mind, whatever it takes to get this word inside you, you got to do it. That's why, folks, listen, they'll come out to Sunday service, but they're skipping Sunday school. They'll come out to Sunday service, but guess what? They're skipping Bible study. You make it easy for them and do it over the phone, they're still skipping it. And then coming up with all these reasons and excuses why they can't be on the Bible. Listen, that ain't got nothing to do with me. This is your relationship with God. I thank God for the folks that do come and keep it moving. Watch this. It says here, don't let it come out your mouth. Meditate on the day and night that you may observe to do it according to all that is written therein. For you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Here you go. There was one translation when it comes to Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Should not leave your lips. Scroll down. And maybe it's at the top. Okay, hold on two seconds. Let me punch it in over here in Bible Gateway. There was a translation, Joshua 1 8. <clears throat> Give me two seconds. I'm going to look it up in another. Translation, because I wanted you to see something. Joshua 1, 8. Now, I'm looking it up in Bible Gateway, and I've got five translations here. And here it is. Watch this. Easy to read translation. Same thing. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, right? Watch what it says in the easy to read. Always remember what is written in the book of the law. Here it is in the Good News Translation. Be sure that the book of the law is always read in your worship. It's one thing for me, I can get up and pray, even if I just get up and say the Lord's Prayer. Because, again, God is not cookie cutter. And some people, if they, good God Almighty, if they have a good day, and let's say they got up and they had an hour and a half devotional, now they want to have an hour and a devotional every day because if I have an hour and, an hour and a half devotional, I'm going to have the same day that I had that day. No, you will not. God is not cookie cutter like that. God may just say, guess what, you got a lot to do today. Say the Lord's Prayer and keep it moving. God may just say, watch this, listen. Um, read the daily bread, read a scripture, and when you read a scripture, it's not a chapter, it's just a verse. Sometimes he may just say, watch this, read four chapters. I need you to get the gist of this. Read four chapters, it's going to minister to you. He may say, sit quietly. That's why God is saying obedience is better than sacrifice. I sacrifice every day. I read, I have an hour and a half devotional every day. Listen, can I tell you, 
I've done it. I've beat myself up because I could not get my full devotional in and go to find out, listen, I had a great day, and all I said was the Lord's Prayer, and I got going. I got my checklist out and started checking stuff off. That is not God. Speak to the rock, Moses. Okay, hit the rock, Moses. Thank God he didn't get to just just look at the rock. Whatever God wants to do, you want to be obedient. You want to tune your ear into the voice of God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Keep it moving. All right? So here it is when it says always remember what is written. So you got to take this book and you got to put it in your mind and you got to go over it and over it and over it and over it. All right? That was Joshua 1.8. Another scripture, if, again, if you don't have a book, I want you, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Psalms 119, 11 and 16. Psalm 119, verse 11 and verse 16. I'm not reading that one. I think it was in the international version. But I'm also going to read this uh, in the Message Bible translation. Wow. And it says 1 and 8, and it starts, it starts at 8. After the death of Moses, the servant of God, God spoke to him. says, Moses, my servant is dead. Get you going. Okay, it starts at 8. Okay. Get you going. Cross over this Jordan River. You and all this people cross to the country I am giving to you, to the people of Israel. I am giving, why is that? Oh, did it start at 1? Oh, yes, that's one through nine, so I got to drop all the way down. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right. And don't, don't, and don't for a minute let this book of the revelations be out of your mind. That's what I wanted. In, 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 in the Message Bible, it grouped it all together, so, and it doesn't break it down into different numbers. But that's what that particular version, that translation of that verse, verse number 8, is what I wanted you to hear. And don't for one minute, not for a minute, let this book of the Revelation be out of your mind. Your life is governed by the Word. When it comes to you in this area, um, God is not a silent God. He's speaking to you. It's through his word. So you reverence his word, and you embed this word, and you memorize this word, and you don't for one moment let it be out of your mind. All right? Flip over. Go to the top of page, uh, page 80. Here we go. It says here, One test to determine whether you are hearing the Holy Spirit is, question, ask, is the voice gently leading or is it commanding and harsh? God's voice gently guides and encourages, giving hope. And I want to look at that one. Isaiah 40 and 11. Let me look at it. Okay. Isaiah 40 and 11. All right. And he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them 
in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. And this is the reference of how we are his sheep. He is our shepherd and how God treats us. When you know God, you don't accuse God of doing things that's out of his character. In the word, it tells you how his character is towards the lamb when you read the scriptures. And many times, again, you will see that God will use that example of real life, how, how uh, a particular shepherd during that time dealt with his sheep, and then it will reference that God treats us like that. So when it comes to God's voice, when you hear this harshness, when you hear these commands, you recognize that's not God. The gentle guiding, the encouraging, giving hope, that's God. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11, and James chapter 3, verse 17. God leads, Satan drives. God convicts, Satan condemns. And he brings guilt. If you're feeling guilty, you better know that didn't come from God. If you're running through these guilt trips in your mind, you got to understand. I tell folks all the time, you know what, that really makes me mad. You want me to tell you who I'm mad at? The devil. Somebody can do something. A person can do something. And I say, you know what, that makes me mad. You know who it makes me mad at? The devil. Listen. If it, listen, I don't care if it is that it could be that sinful mind, Pastor. It wasn't the devil. I don't care. I'm taking it out on the devil. Somehow I believe that his seed it stimulated in their mind, and that's why they're doing what they're doing. That's why it is the way. You listen when you start putting the focus on human on humans. When you start putting it on flesh and blood, then you're gonna run into problems. You're going to start misappropriating, watch this, the, the weaponry, your arsenal, you're going to start misappropriating these bombs and these bullets that you're supposed to be shooting at the enemy. You're going to start using them against people. It is the enemy that's bringing that up. Come on, write these scriptures down. John chapter 10, verse 4 and verse 10. I'm not reading them. You, can you read them in your spare time? Satan condemns and brings up guilt. God woos, W-O-O-S. He woos you. Satan tugs hard. God speaks. He does not use fear. I'm telling you, you better highlight it. You better write it down. You better write it and write it and know it. If you're doing it because you are afraid, if you're doing it, or if that fear is driving you to do it, then you better understand that's not of God. Oh, God doing that, he, he let me be afraid so I could do this, this. No, that is not God. He doesn't have to use sin. He doesn't have to use things like fear. And when you love him, when you reverence him, when he speaks it, I don't care if it is to his word, that's him talking. When he speaks it, you honor it. He does not use fear to motivate. If fear overcomes you, it is the enemy speaking, not God. I didn't have it, but I'm going to write it. It just hit me. D-Y-B-I. I'm going to do it again. If fear overcomes you, it is the enemy speaking, not God. 
2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 7, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and 21. My son or daughter, give attention to my word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. What's that? What's your heart? Your deep thoughts. Keep them in the midst of your deep thoughts. My sayings. Come on, get creative. Take some three-by-five cards, certain scriptures that God give you. Write them on a three-by-five card and put them in a file box. I got I got some stuff right here on my desk. I could I could reach uh, reach over and grab some old daily bread that ministered to me. I blew them up, laminated them, and had them for years. Every now and then I pull one up, and it's still mint. I'm talking years, more than thirty years ago. Laminated them because I knew this is how God told. I blew it up. I wasn't hard of 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 seeing. I didn't need any reading glasses back then. I can read them without putting on my reading glasses because I blew them up for such, good God Almighty, for such a time as this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Wow. You know what? I'm putting a, I'm putting a dot right there. I'm putting a dot right there. I'm not going into listening. I'm not going to start it. We're going to start it, God willing. We're going to start it next week. I'm putting down one. And what is that? Oh, it's February. Good God Almighty. 13. And I'm putting down one. Oh, I bet you I put one on that check. That was supposed to be two. See how that, you see how that jumped into my mind? I wrote that check. I sure enough did. Help me, God. I sure enough did. As soon as I put down two right here, it reminded me, boom, that's when you're sleepy. You're not alert. And the whole, watch this. The Holy Ghost, I thought the Holy Ghost was so good to you. He didn't remind you? Some, listen, sometimes it happens like that for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know what the reason was. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Come on, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. We honor you for being such an awesome God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that this message does not leave our hearts, that our deep thoughts are penetrated by this word, that from this day forward our relationship with you grows stronger and stronger, that we remember the word, that this word, this Bible, this God-breathed, should be embedded into our hearts and minds. Let us meditate on it and let us forever share it. God, we thank you. Thank you for this time of study. Thank you for this time of meditation. Now, God, have your way in our lives. Use us to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thanks to God. Um, God willing, I'll talk to you on next week. That'll be the 13th. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.